previously on Ars Paradoxica. My name is Sally Grissom, and I think I accidentally invented time travel. We are rapidly approaching the town of Polvo, New Mexico. You're the girl with the silver spoon. Refocused our whole operation the minute you got here. If you're looking for a good reason to change the future, you're plumb out of luck. It's already happened. You see, this town, the work that's done here, the people that live here, even the babies that are born here, it's all classified on a level so deep, barely a handful of men in the entire country know it even exists. And how long will I be kept there? Win the war for us, and then we'll talk. The system we're proposing, it generates a field that negates the effects of what I'm calling the Grissom mechanism. Essentially, masses within the field localized to a spatially consistent region are pulled along a time-like curve towards regions of space-time with a high supersymmetric density. Project Rainbow inadvertently created Sally. such a region by Sally. catalyzing a singularity-like reaction Sally. the particles Sa present. Sally! Is something wrong? You're doing it again. You've got more syllables than a silk-tongued thesaurus. I can't understand a word you're saying. With all due respect, Director Donovan, it's a fairly simple concept. The experiment in Philadelphia two years ago created a Lorenzian manifold that is able a to... A Lorenzian manifold that is able to simulate a pseudo-timelike curve that breaks the Cauchy horizon, effectively creating a causal structure that... Stop. All of you stop. No one can understand what in Christ's name any of you are saying. It's all just babble. This isn't going to fly at the Oversight Committee inspection next week. They're coming from Manhattan. And I'm not going to be upstaged by that boom town. I've heard them calling it Judgment Day in the rec hall. They shouldn't. That's a habit I'd like you all to break. Demonizing the oversight committee doesn't do you any favors. Well, technically, we're not demonizing them, we're deifying them. You're not as clever as you think you are, and you underestimate the capacity of the men you're going to be speaking to. They are not as easily stunned by playing hot potato with journeyman rhetoric. You want us to dumb down the science? I want you to make it something I can understand without a goddamn PhD. And don't call it the Grissom mechanism. You sound delusional. It's not like we have the time to teach an advanced course on the physics of relativity. The work we're doing here is at the forefront of scientific understanding. If you think it's difficult to understand, have empathy for we who have to explain it all. We wouldn't know half this stuff if it weren't for Dr. Grissom's research. You got pretty far without my... research. Director Donovan, we need the committee to renew our budget. We need continued operational redundancy. I mean, we only have one inhibitor array. What if it breaks? What if it gets zapped back to the Eldridge? Dr. Grissom's prototype is the only thing like it in all of creation. And, Doctor, as an aside, what could possibly have inspired you to junk every iteration of this device before we started working for you? I wanted a clean start. I read the reports every week, and I still barely understand what you people are doing. I need you to relate to people. We're trying, Bill. We really are. But they have to meet us at least halfway. We've got a ton of information that it took us years to understand, and now we're just supposed to, to condense all of that work into a bite-sized morsel for these fat cats to I, feed I'm on? I'm sorry, Donovan. 
Could I just get something clarified, please? What's that, doctor? You aren't talking about Manhattan, the island, are you? I need you to tell me everything you know. All of it. Right now. I... I didn't realize. That's happening soon? Tell me. How much do you know from... What do you know? I can't say anything. You know I can't. I've given you the speech enough times before. What are you both talking about? It's, it's classified. classified. I'll tell you when you're older. If you know about Manhattan, then you should know telling me won't stop any of it. It's too big now. You can get off your soapbox. Soapbox? We're talking about... Trinity is exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about, Donovan. What you think you know doesn't even compare with what I've seen. You can't even fathom what I know. Trinity might just be the worst thing we've ever done. As a species. Just tell me. Does it end the war? Sure. Fine. Yeah. It ends the war. It ends your whole preconception of war. It turns war from a boxing match into a chess game, feigning stalemate from now until the end of time. You should feel right at home. Uh, so, should we... Just get out. All right. Yeah, we yeah should, sure, we should fine. Leave. I'll we should just go, go uh, run another... Diary of Sally Grissom, July 9th, 1945. I'm stuck. Donovan wants me to design a practical demonstration of the timepiece, and I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I've been banging my head against a wall for hours, but nothing's tumbled out. It was relatively simple to work out the principles of pulling objects to the right time in the same place. Everything gets pulled back to Philadelphia in 1943. But if you relate the rate of spatial acceleration to the Earth's motion and stop going backwards before you get to the Eldridge, you can land at a precise time. But for now, that's only in theory. In practice, it's more difficult to literally perceive it, and immeasurably more difficult to explain it to someone else. It's a problem of light cones and timelines. Whatever you send back would just disappear from my perspective. I don't receive an orange I send myself today because I never did yesterday. Of course, in some different version of the timeline, I did receive the orange. But it's not part of my history. It's not like you could track that thing. of like cones and timelines. Whatever you send back disappears, and it's a crapshoot whether you'll be around to see something arrive. Like an orange appears on my desk, right? What do I do? Do I just wait a day and send it back to myself? That would just loop back on itself, again and again, aging a day at a time until the orange shrivels into dust. If I get a new orange to send back, do I have to make sure it's the same orange, but a day younger? How do I know I'll make the same choice of fruit? How do I know there isn't some poor Sally Grissom out there, somewhere among the blind eternities who wakes up one day, drowning in a sea of oranges? So, you see the problem. I've got Robertson Wyatt already working overtime to get a new prototype running before Judgment Day, and it's unfair to throw them another impossible task, so... I've got to do this one myself. I need a break from this. Sally, you've got to lighten up. Judgment Day isn't going to kill you. Oh, thank goodness. I've been breaking my back over this for months. No, that's about right. I've been through rigmarole like this before. It's terrible. It's just not as bad as it looks. Oh, what a relief. Thank you. You should give motivational speeches. Partridge, it's not just that I have to show off something impossible. I have to do it in front of my boss, the head of the OSS, the director of strategic sciences, and the goddamn president. Who? You know, the oversight committee. 
Donovan, Leslie Groves, Dwight Eisenhower. You mean General Eisenhower? Yes, I meant that. That is what I meant. Oh, come on, Sally. You're a horrendous liar. You know something. Just spill it. No. I... No, what? No, come on. Why would I... Does Ike become president? You're crazy. No. You're crazy, man. No. He does, doesn't he? I don't even know. I... It's not even, it's not what we're talking about. You You know, you ought to put that sort of slip up to work. You could make a fortune gambling on horse races or something. I didn't think to bring a sports almanac with me. Tell me again, what's impossible about this experiment? You just can't observe it. Either you live in a world where you didn't receive the item you send, which makes the machine look defective, or you live in a world where you did, which just looks like sleight of hand. Why not just send someone back an hour or so and have them come report? Guess a number written down on a piece of paper after the fact or something. Well, it's all about relativity, isn't it? The only reference frame that lets you observe the journey is the traveler. From an observer's point of view, either you haven't changed anything or the change was always a part of history. So the only way to show the committee how the machine works is to make them the subjects as well. And I don't want to deal with Bill Donovan's wife asking why her husband has vanished from the face of existence. That, or I might as well just do a parlor trick. I, I'm just stuck. It sounds like you could use a vacation. <laughs> How many days before your head's on the chopping block? Five days until Judgment Day. Six until I'm driven out of town in an unmarked black van. Walking away for a while is the best thing you can do now. Uh, Get some fresh air. Get your head on straight. I don't think my arrangement with Donovan gives me any vacation days. Who says the boss has to know? We'll make it like a company road trip. I'll bring Helen, and we should bring our staff along. My man Quentin Barlow has had his head in the trenches for months now, and I'm sure Esther and Jack could use some sun. Barlow? The quiet one who follows you around the lab like a studious puppy dog? He may be quiet, but he pulls his weight. Probably more than he should. Partridge, if all of us ran away in the middle of Hell Week, the project would completely run out of time. Which is just as ironic as it sounds. Well, you could always use the timepiece, go back a few days, pick up where you left off. I don't even know why I came to you for help. Sally, trust me. You want to take a breather, right here. You're stuck because you're in too deep. You all are. I want the three of you in front of my house at 0730 tomorrow morning. We're going on vacation, and you don't get any say in the matter. Dr. Partridge, you are aware that Judgment Day is in four days' time? I tried to tell him you all wouldn't want to go. She successfully told me, and then I successfully ignored her. This is what you all need, and that's the last word. It's irresponsible to abandon the timepiece presentation like this. We just don't have the time. Listen, Robert, Partridge is right. You'll be dead by Christmas if we keep working at this rate. Are you going to work yourself into an early grave, or are you going to get in the car? Where are we going, anyway? Las Vegas, Nevada. A couple of days of card games and drinking will do you all a world of good. Vegas? For what? Craps and call girls? No thank you. Actually, that sort of business isn't even legal in Nevada anymore. Roosevelt clamped down on it a few years back after the base opened. Glad to know why it's an expert on Nevadan prostitution law. I- I'm not the expert. My cousin is a mechanic down there. Oh, sure. Your cousin is the expert. <laughs> Are you calling me a pervert, pal? Anthony, stop. All right, Jack. I'm just yanking your chain. <laughs> Dr. Partridge, are you sure this is a good idea? I think I might rather just stay home for the weekend. Not a chance, my friend. Uh, am I the only one who's never heard him speak before? Come on, guys. I know we're in crunch time here, but there's no sense driving ourselves crazy over this. Let's drive to Vegas instead. All right.
but I'm not a pervert. Duly noted, Wyatt. What about the rest of you? Well, I guess there's no sense in staying behind if I'm the only one working. Brilliant. So, what's the plan? Hand me that blanket. Plan? What do we need a plan for? Didn't you know? Dr. Grissom's not allowed out of town. What? Wait, that's ridiculous. Why? Just Dr. be cool. No, Dr. Dr. Grissom, move your legs. Ow, Robert, move your legs. What are you doing? Good grief. Good morning, Dr. Partridge. Headed off-site? Yes, sir. Taking some measurements out on the mesa. The wife packed a picnic. Good morning, officer. Morning, ma'am. Can you all show me your passes, please? Here you go. Ow! Don't kick! Seems a little, uh, cramped in there. Uh, yeah. All the equipment in here sure does make for a tight fit. Everything's in order. You have a nice day, and, uh, be careful now. Thanks! You have a good one! Smooth, everyone. Real smooth. Dr. Grissom, may I ask you about something? Shoot. What's Manhattan? An island in New York. Aren't you from there? The, uh, the first American ship to make an authorized visit to Tokyo Bay. Wait, really? The centennial is this year. A lot can happen in a hundred years of diplomatic relations. And it's called the Manhattan. Huh. Dr. Grissom, you know what I'm referring to. When you and Director Donovan were talking, Manhattan and Trinity, they're code words. Code words you shouldn't know about, by the way. Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, but you guys know what it is. I'm not going to tell anyone, I'm just curious. You know how we're working on a cross-your-heart, top-secret science project? So are they. Manhattan is like us. Trinity is their timepiece. They're building a... a gadget like ours? Something for the war? Not quite. It's... A little more direct than ours. And I'm still not exactly sure what Trinity is. I only have a rough hypothesis because I've kept my ear firmly clamped to the ground. And it's my job to figure out what people will do next. So then what is it? You said something about a deterrent? Uh, changing war from a boxing match to a game of chess? Something like that. You're not going to tell her, are you? Not a chance. She'll find out soon enough. Possibly believe that. It's spelled out in the text, clear as day. Irrefutable evidence. But he can fly. So what? So what? Jay Garrick has to run everywhere. Do you know how much friction that builds? We're not talking about flying. We might as well be. Superman is faster than a speeding bullet. So is the Flash. Superman gets his powers from the yellow sun's radiation. The Flash got his powers from what? Heavy water? Uh, hard water? Hard water. That's ridiculous. He got kind of wet and can run fast? Please. Well, well, what if they were running the race on a kryptonite track? Irrelevant. The stuff they make up on the radio show doesn't count. Non-canonical. In a land race between The Flash and Superman, The Flash would win. Not a chance. The Flash can catch bullets. Superman doesn't need to. They just bounce right off him. Come on, Superman can fly faster than the speed of light. No, he can't. What are you talking about? I... Uh... Never mind. Superman is just a dope in a cape wearing his underwear on the outside. Jay Garrick wears a dumb helmet. You take that back. This one. Till the wells run dry and each mountain disappears, 
I'll be there for you to care for you through laughter and through tears. So take my heart in sweet surrender and tenderly say that I'm the one you love and live for. Till the end of time. Helen, that was beautiful. You really think so? It's absolutely sweltering in here. How could they possibly be asleep? I think unconsciousness is the saner choice in this heat. How long have we been driving? Better part of nine hours, just another hour or so to go. How long? That's why we left so early this morning, honey. I wanted to make sure we got there before sundown. What possible benefit could the six of us get out of some resort town? Esther, have you ever been to an amusement park? I went to Coney Island a couple of times when I was a kid. When I was in college, I had this one midterm that was kicking my ass, some report on orbital motion, and I just couldn't finish it. I worked for four solid days, and by the end, I couldn't even force my fingers to write it. The deadline was breathing down my neck, I was losing sleep, and then, on top of that, I had to leave town for Thanksgiving and visit my grandma in Pennsylvania. I didn't want to go. I wanted to finish that report, but my pop would have beat me halfway to Bethlehem if I didn't show up. And she lived right near to this amusement park, Dorney Park, I think. And my grandma, being the kind-hearted old lady she was, saw me moping and drove me over there to spend the day. And when you went, you rode on some roller coaster and had the stroke of genius you needed to finish the report? Not quite, but I did have a fun day. Not a care in the world. All my worries melted away, did wonders for my mental health. So what does this have to do with the price of peas in Duluth? Well, Grandma Partridge was a wonderful woman, but it was at the end of her life and she had grown a bit forgetful. (laughs) She forgot you? She was supposed to pick me up at five, but didn't come around until eight. Oh, no. Three hours I spent in the parking lot where the anxiety of losing valuable work time crept back. And that's where you had your epiphany. Esther, you're missing the point. I didn't have one. I got back to my room, sat down with my typewriter, and finished the paper. No epiphany. But the time loss forced my hand. There's no room for writer's block when the clock is ticking down on you. I didn't have time for self-doubt. I only had time to finish. So you aced the report? Not even close. I was a hair's breadth above failing. You're not exactly giving me a boost of confidence here. You see, in the end, I just didn't have enough to say about the topic. I would have failed whether I'd gone to Dorney Park that day or not. The point is that you're going to finish your timepiece presentation no matter what, because you have to. Your team knows what it's doing. You'll wake up the next day and you'll have succeeded. Or failed. And then you eat breakfast, then you move on with your day. But you guys were working yourselves into an early grave. This way, you still get to live. Just mean that you might have a better go of it at a university. Somewhere you'd be a Helen, I don't want to talk about it right now. We're here, guys. God, God. Here now. What time is it? A little bit after 11. So this is Las Vegas, huh? Is this not a thing people do where you're from? No, we did. It's just different. I'll say. There's enough neon here that it's practically daytime. It's like Times Square in the desert. Okay, get your things, everybody. I'll check in and we'll reconvene in the morning. 
wasn't in the room when I woke up. I assumed he was out on a run or something. I haven't seen him since we parted ways last night. Should we send out a search party? Wait, no. I see him stumbling towards us over there. Pretty sure he's wearing the same clothes from yesterday. Look who decided to show up this morning. Early afternoon. Long night. Testing the Nevadan prostitution ban, I presume? I, um, I decided to check out some of the slots after you all went to bed. <laughs> How much did you lose? Actually, I won five dollars. It was only after the gambling did I spend four seventy-five on drinks. That's where they get you. They also get you on the slots, on the tables, at the hotel. This town is essentially an empty pit you're supposed to throw money into. Oh, lighten up, ladies. This is supposed to be a fun weekend. Sometimes the pit throws money back. I don't think it's fun paying someone to possibly give you your money back. Or you could just have fun playing the games. I'd rather win them. You should play more blackjack then. Why? You know, basic blackjack strategy. Counting and stuff? I'm not familiar. Oh, man. Any of you guys have a deck of cards? I've got one up in my room. Come with me, guys. I am going to blow your minds with math. Didn't we come here to avoid doing work? 21. Again. Well done, miss. My lucky night. To Dr. Sally Grissom, for without her crazy card algorithm, we'd be sober and broke. Here, here. Oh, I just showed off the numbers. It was Roberts that played the game. But without the help of you five, I'd be drinking alone tonight. Alone and rich. This morning, I knew just as much as you all did about the statistical analysis of Blackjack. Not quite all of us. A bit more than me, I'd say. Just a tad. It was pretty scintillating stuff, actually. We should keep the card counting on the down low. Uh, private. I think we can each keep a secret by now. We got a bleeding time machine in our backyard, for Christ's sake. Watch it! Come on, no one's spying on us. Another round for you all? Absolutely. Here, take some dollars, keep the drinks coming. Be right back. And they're the ones asking us if it's safe. Hey, could I get a Five bucks says the whole Southwest TV, goes up in uh, flames. And another two on the whole thing not even working. Right By now, I'm not even sure that- That's a fancy recorder you've got there. Yet, top of the line. Use it for dictation often? Work stuff, yeah. Excuse me. What do you do? I'm a physicist. No way, me too. Who do you work for? The, the government out in New Mexico. How's that going for you? I can't really talk about it. Okay, but how's it going? Well, I'm on whiskey number that many. That bad, huh? Sitting on a wobbly stool waiting for the end of days. I know how you feel. I very much doubt it. I've seen the end coming. I know what happens when the primordial energies of the universe collapse on themselves. I know there won't be any escape. You feel like the building blocks of the universe are playthings in your hand and it's going to rip the world in two. And you wish you could go back to working in theory, to writing equations in notebooks. You wish the world would stop taking knowledge meant to better mankind and using it to kill each other. That about sum it up? Who are you? Like I said, I'm a physicist too. Where did you come from? You're in Los Alamos, right? I'm in Polvo, a couple hours south of you. Same kind of stuff you're doing, but we're with ODAR instead of ACE. I haven't heard of it. And no one here knows what you do. Except for me. So we'll call it even. All those people. I see their faces in my dreams. Millions of voices engulfed by roaring flame. 
Their blood is on my hands. Their silence weighs on me. So I'm drinking. Drinking till I'm flat on my back or the world ends. Whichever comes first. And which one does come first? Keep your eye on the horizon tomorrow morning and you're gonna see some serious shit. Might be the last thing you'll ever see. I don't doubt it. They told me we were gonna help end the war. It'll end it. It'll change the conversation. Evil men will always do evil things, but that's on them, not you. How do you know? If it helps, pretend it was a lucky guess. Here you go, sweetheart. That's my stop. Enjoy your drinks for however long you've got. Quite a bit longer than you might think. Take care. Where'd they go? Guys? Guys! Diary of Sally Grissom, July 15th, 1945. It turns out that our after-dinner chat wasn't taken too kindly by the casino staff. Who would have guessed they wouldn't appreciate us loudly babbling about cheating on the floor? You were the one who taught Esther how to count cards. Which I guess might have been a little bit my fault. And so they kicked us out of the hotel. Not kicked as much as literally thrown. You know that you're not supposed to be listening to me record these, let alone giving color commentary? We're helping! We're helping! You're not. I found them outside the casino with our bags. They're ruddy with Nevadan dirt. Nice imagery there, Virginia Wolf. We checked into a new hotel. I hope the staff at the Last Frontier doesn't talk to the ones at the El Rancho. That's where we are now. Unfortunately, it was the last room at the inn, and the six of us have to share it. Dr. Grissom talks in her sleep. Nope, nope, don't want to hear it. Okay, out. All of you out. Leave before I start telling this thing all your terrible secrets. <sighs> Peace and quiet. Well, I still haven't figured out what I'm going to do on Judgment Day. It's been a nice break, but... My head's not any clearer than it was when I left. I have to literally upstage a nuclear bomb, and the timepiece just doesn't pack the same visual punch. If the committee is expecting something like the A-bomb out of us, they're going to be disappointed. Our device doesn't knock down houses, level entire towns, or light up the night sky with the power of suns. I don't know what Donovan expects me to do, say pull a rabbit out of my... Sally? What? You've been requested out here. I'm not done with my recording yet. Dr. Grissom, this is more important. Just, just, just come outside. What are you talking about? Good evening, Dr. Grissom. You're under arrest for the violation of the Espionage Act. Our chaperone is here. Ars Paradoxica was created by Daniel Manning and Misha Stanton. Episode 3, Trinity, Act 1. Written by Daniel Manning. Directed and produced by Misha Stanton. Featuring Kristen DiMercurio as Sally Grissom. Ren Beeler as Chet Wickman. Rob Slotnick as Bill Donovan. Robin Gabrielli as Anthony Partridge. Susanna Cavi as Helen Partridge. Katie Speed as Esther Roberts. Zach Ehrlich as Jack Wyatt. And Lee Satterwhite as Quentin Barlow as well as Cameron Scott Nadler, Barry Stanton, and John French Williamson, with special thanks to Isabel Atkinson. Production help from Jake Stanton. Original music by Misha Stanton and by Eno Friedman Broadman. You can hear more at enoofficial.com or enomusic.bandcamp.com. 
This episode also features the song Stardust, performed by the U.S. Army Blues via the Free Music Archive, and Till the End of Time, performed by Susanna Caddy. Come find us wherever we are on the internet. Our website, arsparadoxica.com, where you can find episode transcripts or grab merchandise at our store. You can also reach us anytime on your social medium of choice, at arsparadoxica, or at our email, arsparadoxica at gmail.com. If it's Ars Paradoxica, it's probably us. Ars Paradoxica is made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy what we've done here, consider leaving us a nice review. And if you can pitch in anything to help us keep the lights on, go to patreon.com slash arsparadoxica and pledge to support us monthly. And finally, Ars Paradoxica is brought to you by the internet. A series of tubes filled with cats. Tulsa today is windy.